Hello, and welcome to the Shaman's Cave. I'm Renee Barrow. Hi, everyone. I'm Sandra Ingerman, and we're happy to see you once again. We are getting ready to greet the solstice. Can you believe, uh, for me, time, there is no more time. It, it's all... It's all one time. I think as we're moving into oneness, we're moving into one time where every solstice and every equinox seems to be in the same month. <laughs> um, and so we're greeting um, summer in the northern hemisphere and we're greeting winter in the Southern Hemisphere. We have a lot of people listening from the Southern Hemisphere. We get a lot of emails from um, that part of the world. And so, um, you know, part, part of the challenge of really um, being able to um, perform shamanic ceremonies during this particular time on the planet is that the practice is so old, as I keep repeating over and over again, there was so much magic embedded in it. And there are so many people on the planet and so many people teaching different forms of shamanism today that we're really... Um, we're really riding surface waves with shamanism. It's almost like we're just waiting until we need it. You know, it's like we're experimenting, we're exploring, we're exploring nature. And so the place where I'm really delighted, I mean, I would love to see us jump into the greater mysteries, but I know it's not the right time. Because the right time for right now, what the COVID has been asking us to do, what the spirits have been asking us to do, and what our own soul has been asking us to do is to reconnect to ourselves as a nature being, not a human being, a nature being. And we've lost that fact. And because we've lost that fact, we will never uncovered the deepest mysteries of shamanism, those generations that are going to be living in nature again, they are going to get those mysteries that we'll be so jealous of. But um, we're too surface. And so, but the positive side of that is it prepares us for those of us who want to go deeper because all of a sudden there's this gigantic uh, population who just heard about shamanism, who want to jump into deeper shamanic work, but you don't have the experience yet to do it. And the best way to get experience is to understand what it means to be a nature being. Mm. So we're going to have actual experiences of embodying our various nature uh, aspects of ourselves over the next few weeks. And today, since it's close to the um, to the solstice, we thought we would begin with the sun and the moon. And one of the things that I've noticed is, you know, especially as an international teacher, is that sometimes it's hard to have, you know, you want to give a student everything. You want the people who are experiencing the winter to have the same experience as the people who are having the summer, and it's just not possible. 
And so in the wind work, what we talk about is that we navigate from our own wheelhouse. So that right now I'm having a summer solstice experience and I could say easily, oh, it's a reverse for you, but it's not a really a reverse for you. It's a, it's a whole different experience because you're navigating to a different, a different um, pole altogether. So we do our best. And I, I, I would like to say that we do our best to say, oh, you know, but when I'm in the deepest, darkest throes of winter, I'm not thinking about the the joyful, you know, getting out to my garden and weeding it. I'm thinking about how am I going to keep warm? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, for me, it's a little bit of the opposite. For me, it's like, um, how can I get out more in winter and enjoy the snow and enjoy the cold? And um, in the summer, it's how do I get shelter? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's interesting. And the point that I'm trying to make, you cannot, I cannot tell you, I wrote about this in my second book, Welcome Home in 19, it was published in 1993. I got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of letters from people saying to me, I have never heard a person on the planet talk about fall and winter being their favorite, happiest season when they're most productive, and that they hibernate like a bear and get unbelievably depressed in the summer and spring. That's me. I've never heard anybody say it, hundreds of people. And then I think I wrote about it in Walking in Light again, and hundreds of letters. So I think we have to understand that we're all unique individuals and that we have different responses to heat. We have different responses to cold. We have different responses to clouds, to the sun and to the moon. But there is a magic on the solstice. Um, well, number one, the sun, the sun is our giver of life and, um, I love the sun, you know, as much as I don't love the heat, I love the sun as an entity and um, all the life and all the love that we receive from it. It's such a teacher of unconditional giving because it never asks anything in return. And we don't think about the moon that much during the solstice. But um, the sun in most cultures being seen as a masculine force and the moon being seen in many cultures as being the feminine force, there is grandfather moon in many cultures too. Um, On the solstice, there's a real bringing together of um, the male and female energy to create those seeds. that are going to create the beauty of the cycle and what we need. Everything in in nature is communicating with each other. Everything in nature is connected, and everything in nature is around thriving. So on the solstice, we have this amazing um, ability to connect with the sun and the moon as a male and female representation of creation, of coming together 
and and bringing those seeds, raining those seeds down onto the earth during this time, whether it's um, winter gardening so that the the snow um, feeds the the seeds. I've done that, and that can work out very successfully. Or whether we're gardening in the summer, and of course, I use the term shamans or gardeners of energy. So I'm talking metaphysically right now. She's talking metaphysically, and I went right to my little garden out there where I've been grabbing <laughs> lettuce out all week long for my sandwiches and my salads and. And it feels like when you eat those, you know, something that the sun has grown that you've tended to and then you put into your body, it just feels a little bit different than when you go to the grocery store and buy the package of it. And that's kind of the uh, the journey we're going to take, right, Sandra? We're going to actually and bring that sun energy like just I'm bringing in my lettuce into my body and experiencing it from a, a, a perspective of the moon and the sun and how they merge with us. Yeah. And I think what's really important um, for us to understand is that everything that's without is within. And so Renee and I already did a series on the elements without. And so we're more focused in this series about getting grounded in your body and not always looking out there, but turning your eyes and looking within to what the sun and moon is doing in your solstice because you're the earth. Mm. So um, here we go. So those of you who would like to drum, rattle, dance, and sing during this uh, little journey, again, We'll only have a few minutes for this, and you can continue it in your own time. Um, and uh, those of you who just want to close your eyes and see what you get. But the key is you're going in. You're not going out, okay? So um, you're bringing your attention um, to your heart, to your organs, to your body, to where you start to feel the sun and the moon flooding, um, that light flooding all your cells. And so I'll talk you through this the best way that I can, but you get the point that you really want to experience the merging of the sun and moon energies in your body the light filling up your cells. You really want the light filling up your cells. So let's start. So take some really deep breaths down to your belly. You are a nature being. All of life are nature beings and have been for hundreds of thousands of years. But humankind brought in technology to 
disconnect us to make our outer world almost look like it's just 2D. And then our life becomes flat. So in order to enrich in our life, to enrich in our spiritual side, we have to understand how rich our inner landscape is and that how everything that exists in life is also within us too. And as we learn how to dance with those forces, then we learn how to dance with the rest of the web of life. And then we move into a whole different dimension of reality where everything has meaning and where we bring healing to places in need that have disconnected from the magic of the spiritual and only focus on what can be seen, heard, and felt in this world. So imagine the sun shining bright within you. Maybe you see yourself in an inner garden within that will give you a frame of reference of seeing the sky above in that magic twilight time where the sun is setting and the moon is rising. You know those magical days where you see them rising and setting at the same time. And allow yourself to fill with those healing lights, those regenerative lights. The sun can heal anything. And the moon gives us so much more energy to be who we are in the world. It connects us back to the primal sea, which is our home, as well as the earth. So allow the beautiful moonlight to also fill every cell of your body. And feel those lights coming together and swirling together. You can think of it as the masculine and feminine coming together to create those seeds of creation for this is a powerful time on the solstice so allow yourself to dance in that light to play in that light feel yourselves in that light feel your hands your feet in that light Feel the energy that it's bringing to you and also feel the quality of that energy because the quality of that energy is the quality of the solstice 
on the land where you live. And so you are that quality now. And being that quality of light, how might you change your actions during the solstice so that you're more in alignment with the universe and so that you're flowing in harmony with the river of life instead of against it. This is a journey for you to continue over time. Are you moving in the flow of the river? Are you dancing with the light of the sun and the light of the moon inside of you? which will bring you healing and more creativity during the time of the solstice. So this is a place where you can explore more, but for, time, for now, it's time to return. So there's no place to return to because you're just inside your body. But bring your awareness back into the space where you're at. Open your eyes. Take some deep breaths. Feel your feet on the ground, deep roots grounding you to the earth. And feel those deep roots in your body too, so that you're not disconnected from the earth but connected fully. And we wish you a beautiful solstice as we join the love and light of our circle together for all of life on this great planet. Our work is done for now. Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> I, I keep my I journey when I uh, do these, and so I never know where I am. Sometimes I open my eyes and the back of my head is to the screen. Um, but I hope you had a, a good journey. I did. Um, as I journey with you, I, I go within, and I felt those those energies really merging and filling me with love and light. I'm muted. That's probably yeah. that I have nothing worthwhile to say. <laughs> I'm still a little bit in there, out there type of thing. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of more of a, I did a journey. I did a meditation this morning, a Diksha, and I'm like, so that just like reignited back to where I was with that whole oneness anyways. So I'm like a little bit out there now. Um, and, and I want to wish you an amazing solstice. I think it's like a really powerful time to, I think what makes it so powerful for me is that it's like there's two, this the, the winter solstice and the summer solstice were always the time when the most people signed up for a, it's like the time that 
everyone remembers to be a ritualist for a moment. <laughs> and so there's a lot more energy on that. And I was thinking this morning, it's like, hmm, I don't know, should I honor the solstice or should I make every day sacred? And, and you know, it's just like a, a marker in the dance of sacredness. So I'm really grateful for that journey. Thank you, Sandra. Yeah, and, and I really agree with you, Renee, because um, I've been I, I don't do much on my own Facebook pages, but every holiday and every equinox and solstice, I've been known to um, post an inspirational message. And um, it it is it's really interesting for me to pick a day and say this is a special day when every day is a sacred and holy day. And so I, I have a hard time with that. But what I do tell people on Facebook is hook into the collective because the people who do nothing but mm -hmm. celebrate the solstice, that's an energy we can hook into that, you know, we can um, bring more light into the world. On Thanksgiving, I tell everybody, hook into all the thanks going on in the world. So every day is sacred, as Renee was saying. Um, and thank you for bringing that up. Well, thank you. And Make sure to come over and tell us what you're doing for the solstice on our on our Facebook group, the Shaman's Cave. We'd love to hear. And um, in fact, I'll start a thread. And if you're doing some ritual and things like that, I'll, I'll make it open so that if you have a, something that, that you want people to attend that's free, a journey or drumming, um, you'll be able to put it under that one thread because we don't always take um, promotional posts, but we'll do a solstice post where you can actually list your stuff. Um, and... And and now, if you're up in the northern hemisphere, go out in your gardens. <laughs> like Sandra says, get off of Facebook today and go out in your gardens and go camping and do. And if you're down in in, in Australia, because we have a lot of listeners from there, honor honor calling down the moon. Just really be with this this time. So, thank you, and we really appreciate you listening to us every week. Happy solstice, everyone. <laughs>